Oh, good. We're going chasing. Hello, dear, and welcome to... We're going chasing. Hello, no. and welcome to... We're going chasing. Now, we have a lot on the agenda, lads, so we'll cut the chase and get straight down to the business. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of We're Going Chasing. We're back to the Monday Club, Killian, and how was your weekend? Uh, good, yeah, quite. Um, obviously, the racing wasn't wasn't as good this weekend as the last couple of weekends, so ended up didn't go to Navan now. So I know you were there, but uh, I wasn't anywhere. Uh, no, other than that, uh, disappointing loss for the Arsenal um, at Villa Park yesterday or Saturday, but um, not too bad other than that. Yeah, yeah. Did you get around to any GA games or anything like that? No. No, no. sitting at home for the weekend. Not this time of year. Shit. There's no matches on. Did you go drinking? No. Did you? No, no. No. Quite enough, so you didn't leave the house basically. So, sorry, I did leave the house, I slept out. So, yeah, you know, absolutely everything about every horse that was around this weekend, yeah, uh, except for Henry VIII. I wiped that from memory. <laughs> well, but what I've picked up from this conversation is that you're totally and utterly clued in. You've got I'm always clued in, follow, horses to follow, eye catchers, the whole lot. Um, you know, yeah, you missed nothing this weekend. Um, I'm always clued in. Is what I'm picking up. Same as every week. <laughs> Jesus, I'm not sure about that, Killian. Uh, look, we'll get into the performance rankings. And we'll start off like we always do in the green. And we've got Stay Away Fay. Uh, he obviously won the grade two on Friday, beating Gio Vinco. Stayed on very well. Um, was it quite a taken performance, Killian? I, I think it was, yeah. Um, like the two of them pulled well clear a third. Um He's now the clear favourite for the the Brown advisor. I think it's 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 fair enough. Um it was it was a really good performance. Um I think there was a lot to like about his jumping as well. Um he was he was a good bit better than than he had been uh, the first day out. Um and he, you know, you saw the big leap he made that day in Exeter to win the race as well. Yeah. He's he's well capable of standing off them and and pinging them as well. So that's a nice to have in his his toolbox going forward. Uh, gave three pounds to Giovinco as well. So uh, there's nothing um there's no excuses on Giovinco's side. Maybe he'll be better on better ground, but um I, I I'd see the same result again if they raced again, to be honest. Yeah. I'd love to see Hermes Allen there. I'd love to know from Paul Nichols what does he think Hermes Allen stay away fee. I think if Hermes Allen was over three miles, he'd be just as good. No, uh, stay away fee. To be honest, I don't think there's that much no. between them whatsoever. Um, but unfortunately, Paul Nichols seems to be talking about how fast of a horse Hermes Allen is, which I don't entirely uh, agree with. But uh, I I don't think over three miles would be that much between them, and uh, he's the favourite. But who would who would who would Cobden ride? Stay away, Faye or Hermes Allen? God knows. I know it's a very simple answer. It's Hermes or it's Stay away, Faye. Yeah, like a hundred percent over three miles. You got the proven stayer, like yeah, um, oh, yeah, okay. Like he'll yeah, stay I'm, all day for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he would. Uh, he would ride the proven stayer over three miles. That that would make sense. But uh, horse as well. But but sure, how, how many how many times has Paul Townend done the on the wrong horse? How many times is Rachel Blackmore? How many times is Ruby Walsh on the wrong horse? That uh, that happens. Um, yeah, he won't. He won't but, be stay away face. Sorry, well, they won't be running against each other. Any, you'd imagine. You better hope they don't, because you'll lose a fortune back in the. Well, I'm up. sure, and <laughs> at some at some stage, Hermes Adam will be up to three miles, and uh, and then we'll find out what sort of an animal he is. Um, but I'd I'd hold out strong hope for him, and then on top of that, obviously, you're since stay away face the right favorite, 
for the RSA. But I say to you there, it's just waiting until Christmas. Florin Porter oh. um, is going to shift the whole thing up at Christmas. Um, once he gets back going around left-handed, he's going to be a different prospect altogether, uh, as as we know from, from previous form over hurdles. Fucking hell. Jamban <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the Tingle Creek. Uh, he's in the green, but... Guy Killian, I thought two fences out from home there. I thought he was going to be in a bit of bother. I thought Haddock's does a bow ran a great race there on ground that he loves. Uh, Edward Stone ran on well there as well. Uh, probably wasn't as flamboyant a performance as some may have been expecting from John Bond. Yeah, but I think that speaks to the quality of John Bond. Like he can, he can dig in and and do it do it the hard way as well. Um and like. I think he 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 wasn't jumping at his best. I know he made a, made a bit of a mistake at the pond fence as well, um. But uh, Nico got him back on it again, and like coming to the second last, you knew he was going to win. It was just, I suppose, how far he was going to win by, and like he's won by he's won causally enough to be honest. I think um two and three quarter lengths, another few lengths back to Hazus Desabo, who's ran a clear career best. But uh, again, that's he's very ground dependent. Uh, like John Bond's better horse on better ground, so. Um, you saw that at in Sandown at the end of last season when he kicked Captain Guinness aside, who was, was a really really good horse as well. So, um, yeah, I think there was a lot to like about the way John Bond sort of dug in, uh, there the last day, and uh, hopefully he gets as far as the Clarence House now. Another great one, him and El Fabiolo take each other on, get two, two runs against each other, um, there and at Cheltenham as well. Hopefully, it'd be great if that happened. Yeah, hopefully it does. I think Willie's saying he's going to go to the Clarence House. So like that opens up a lot on the Irish side as well, uh, over two miles, the two great ones. Obviously Christmas and then uh, the DRF, the Dublin Chase as well. So like if 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 El Fabio is going to go to Ascot, you know, you'd assume that like it's you're looking at the likes of Captain Guinness, aren't you? Like they're saying he's a great chance now at Christmas. You'd assume he'd have a, a similar good chance unless he's well beaten it into DRF as well. So um be horses like that can pick up grade ones that El Fabiola is going to cross. Yeah, hopefully El Fabiola does go over Tascot. Uh, and then indeed you'll have a competitive race there at Ascot. And in those two races you've mentioned in Ireland, they'll be competitive too, mm. Um, you know, because you won't have El Fabiola there, not in both of them anyway. So that, uh, that would be great to see. Next in the green, Killian, is Gordon Elliott. Uh, he had a four-timer at his local track at Navin. Loves having winners at Navin. Always sends a very strong team there. And then had a double uh, today in Cork. So just looking at Navin, first of all, it was four winners. Jigoro, Caldwell, Potter, both of them and Maiden Hurdles. Embittered in the Fox Rock Handicap Chase. And then my trump card was very impressive in the bumper. Uh, three good young horses there. If you were to pick one of them going forward, where would you be looking? Maybe the bumper horse. I'd say he'd be a good okay. prospect over hurdles next year. Um, I think Carl Potter is is very good as well. Um, but yeah, he's 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 having an awful lot of winners this year. He's by all accounts he's going to break his record. Um, for for a season's total, so that that's great for Gordon and it makes him more competitive with the. The trainers' championship with Willie as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just see Everton are after going two 0 up there against Chelsea. Savage. Everton are flying, aren't they? It wasn't Tarkovsky, was it? No, it wasn't. No, uh, Lewis Dobbin. Who's that? No idea. Fair enough. Dobbs two 0 known as Dobbs according to the Everton Twitter page. Okay. But uh, geez, Chelsea are in a spot of butter, and Everton are flying. To be fair. Yeah, um, Everton. I, Everton I, I'd love to see them get the ten point uh, deduction overturned. 
and see where they end up this year. Because yeah, I'd say they'd up... finish above United. That's not. <laughs> Sorry, they'd only be three points behind them. Is that all it would be? Yeah. Let, no. let let's not bring United into the conversation, okay. Colleen. Um, or we might have to call this off a small bit early. We'll move on to Cork then. No time to wait and search for glory. Whereas two winners, thought search for glory was particularly impressive. Had a couple of goals at three mile last year. Never really fully worked out for him. Um, he was a huge price the night before at seven to two, uh, and was rightly backed into favoritism, uh, and won away, won going away really quite nicely. Yeah, he was really impressive. I I don't know. I liked him last year, and he ran a really good race behind Hidden Valley Lake and Monty Starr and Clamell in the short hall, and then just the spring festivals never really clicked for him. But I think the the, the Henry's two horses were well beaten in the Bartlett as well. So that race probably knocked a bit out of them. But he came back. He's won a maiden hurdle in Galway. Um and he, he was he was beaten behind Crow Park, who looks very good horse as well. Um the last day. So yeah, he was he was he was very impressive there today. I think Mahan's way was a small bit disappointing. He emptied fairly quickly. He was seen to be his main market rival. But yeah, take nothing away from Search for Glory. He was he was very impressive. But I don't know, would you be backing him for a a Bartlett like year two? <laughs> you know, wouldn't want to be going down that rabbit hole with him. But yeah, he he'd be a good horse over fences next year, I'd say. Yeah, 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 he will indeed. Uh, the performance of the weekend then for me probably and was a horse that I was against uh, before the weekend was Slade Steel. Uh, stellar story obviously led uh, pretty much the whole way around and he was the horse that I fancied for it. But uh, Slade Steel came from off the pace um, and just really once he jumped the last he really extended away because Lecky Watson was coming with a strong run. And uh, if Slade Steel hadn't found another gear and had just stayed plugging on the way he was, he would have been bet. But uh, he was well able to find more in what was quite heavy ground. Um, and I thought that that was quite taking over two mile four. It'll be interesting to see now where they go with him. Uh, but he certainly looks happy enough at that trip. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I don't know if the ground would have suited him too much. Like, mm. But what I liked about him was he sort of had to quicken to get to the to get to lead coming to the last and then he took he to go away from them again. So yeah, um, had to go again. It, yeah. was, it was fairly impressive. But I don't know, I was a bit surprised by how Stiller's story ran. Like he didn't seem to like I know it was very testing ground, but you'd imagine that would have suited him. And like he didn't he didn't go that hard. Um like he didn't make it the real stamina test I thought he wanted. Maybe they thought he's a quicker horse than than maybe I think, but like I would have said that he need, he needed three miles really to be seen at his best. And like I didn't think he made it a real real slog stamina test that you would have anticipated from him. Like and I think Lecky Watson has um has definitely stepped a lot forward from his um his maiden hurdle run as well. Um he was he just beat Rushmount um in, in Thurlis and like he was getting weight off of Shan Royal, who's come out in Frank form again since beating um Tully Hill in a, in a in a very strange race, really. But um, yeah. yeah. So I think the 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 depth of of the that maiden hurl and Thurlis definitely looks a good bit stronger now. But um, Slade Steel, I'd say, would he be Lawler's horse, maybe? Um, yeah, it's yeah. about a month away, so uh, I think yeah. that might be his one. Um, but he's entitled to step into Grade Ones now, anyway. Yeah, uh, speaking. But, of- Speaking yeah. of the Lullers, um, I saw an ad there on Facebook uh, only a couple of days ago. Ten euro for tickets is all. Uh, advanced price tickets into the Lawlers. Where did uh, you see it? Facebook. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but uh, 10 euro to get in early price tickets that's fair value yeah uh, savage you know like you're, you really can't beat uh, some of the value that National 100 Racing will give you uh, but you'd imagine that that would be um, the logical route for him and just on Lecky Watson it's a pity there's not a four miler over hurdles because I'd say he'd win it um, you know at the festival like yeah. I'd say, if you were if you're to pick out one horse now for 2025 You'd almost say Lecky Watson in the four miles, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's he, he's incredibly he's incredibly slow, and he'll just stay plugging on. Yeah, he is very like, very slow. Um, like he, Jesus, he's what? like he wouldn't completely discount him in 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 a Bartlett when he goes up to three miles. Like he is he is a bit of class as well. Like he was he was finished close enough to them in the champion bumper. And uh, um, yeah. geez, I don't know. Like I I wouldn't be completely knocking him. Like, but. Um. Yeah, I think Slade steals a, a fair detail, and I think he'd be better on better ground as well over this sort of trip. Yeah, and I I reckon Lecky Watson. I think it was the ground that brought him into this race a hell of yeah, a lot. Potentially, too. I'd say if you had two mile four there and a nicer ground, I'd say he wouldn't he wouldn't lay up in it at all. And I'd say even over three miles at Cheltenham, I wouldn't be that keen on him. I'd say there'd be something there with a bit more class. Um, Indiana Dream was another horse, Killian, who was uh, who ran a lovely race at Navan. Uh, best San Felician by 13 lengths, um, you know, which which is great for him based off San Felician's first run in the beginner's chase where he was only bet by nine or ten lengths by Fasal Vega. Yeah, um, I, I'd say that was performance the weekend, to be honest. Um, I think that slightly just eclipsed what Slade Steele did. Um, yeah, he just, you, you knew a long way out when they turned into the straight, really, how, how well he was going. And uh, I thought I just thought it was a case of how far. Um, and like they've been well strung out on on bad ground up at Navan. Um, like San Felician was bet thirteen lengths, Santonito another thirteen behind. Shambelly Kid looks it looked very very poor to be honest. Uh, Hidden Valley Lake was was beaten when he came down as well. Um, well it looked like he was beaten anyway. But I think yeah, there's there's a lot to like about that Indiana Dream, and I'd say he he's only had three starts. Like how how good is he? I wonder. Like he's hammered. On V in a in a maiden hurdle back in um back in on New Year's Day on V is rated as in the one thirties now over hurdles, um might be a small bit higher, uh he's one thirty one over hurdles so like he he's beaten a pretty nice horse there um convincingly so he, he looks even to have eclipsed that form there over fences yesterday by by a nice bit so um yeah you'd wonder like how how good he could be and it could be another nice one for JP. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um super super impressive. Another man in the green is Nicky Henderson. Uh you know, and he's got a lot of stick this weekend. But as far as he's concerned, he's got to do what's right for his horses and he's got to make tough decisions, you know, when needed and uh I say fair play to him. You know, he obviously felt that uh, the ground for Constitution Hill, for Willmount and for Shishkin was going to affect him negatively uh, going on later in the year. Whether lads on Twitter don't like it or what they feel about it, you know, is sort of irrelevant to, to Nicky and Nicky's owners um, and the horses. You know, there'll be other targets for these horses down the line. They still run somewhere else. Um, you know, and I think uh, I'd nearly tip my hat to him, to be honest, Gillian. Yeah, I well, I I agree with like it's very hard to get Constitution Hill back for for Kempton, um, if he's if he runs yesterday or Saturday, 
like it, it would be it was extremely testing ground um like i think there was it was lucky the race and went ahead and sand down an entry to be honest but um i i think it, it was definitely testing ground but like the horse would have been the horse would have been fine on it but he just wouldn't be able to go to christmas instead you know like mm-hmm. and i think that's what that's what annoyed me like he declared the horse knowing what the ground was like instead of he just been said look i'm going to go to christmas i don't think anyone can complain we know you can't get the two races in like but why is he declaring him so like you know it's just a bit i don't know was he expecting there to be some sort of uh, heat yeah. wave that was going to dry the ground out or something i don't know like yeah well at, but, at, at, at the end of the day you know he gave his horses every chance to run in the race if they could you know like yeah, he, but he knew the ground like you know well, i don't well, i think he's well, he's no like there, 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 there was a lot of later in too um you know there's a lot of rain the night before and on friday uh, you know, which he wouldn't have known when he was declaring. Now, he would have known by the forecast that it was coming and he would have known that the ground was probably already soft or heavy. But, like, I see nothing wrong with him declaring the horses and then making the decision on the day saying, no, that ground, that ground, I'm not happy with it. Um, yeah, I, I don't agree with you, but I, I think he knew he wasn't running them and he declared them for, I don't know, why, what reason. So why, why, why would he declare them if he knew? I don't know. He but knew like, for definite on a Thursday been, morning. I could have told you earlier in the week he wasn't running them, like. Uh, the way he was talking, like, and I, I get why he's not running them. I understand it, like, but um, I just don't know why he bothered declaring them. Like, it was, it was a bit strange. Like, yeah, I think my view on it is he was giving the horses every chance. Silent approach and Danny Mullins, uh, won the Grade Two mares chase at Cork today. Harmonia Maker was back in second, slightly disappointing jumping out to her left. But uh, Danny Mullins made a mid-race move, Killian, and that was probably the winning and losing of the race. Yeah, I'd say if, if you give me, said I can back four horses in this race, I wouldn't have backed her. Um, she was rated 109 over hurdles. She'd been impressive on chase debut, but you couldn't really foresee her coming to this, uh, getting to this level um, mm. against what looked two really good horses and hard to wear as well. It was, it was a nice horse as well she's 130 hurdler too so um you you would have you'd have lost a few quid if you were back in a few different ones but uh yeah she was very impressive danny made a made a move i think was out the back um and just i don't know thought maybe they're not going quick enough for him the the leader harmonia maker was jumping out to her left and probably said i'll just wander up the inside here and, and end up leading and yeah, he's um he looked like two out. He looked the winner, and uh, the horse didn't stop. Galloped all the way to the line, so it was very impressive by her. And good win for Con O'Keefe as well. And uh, he's he bred the horse too, so that that's nice to see it. Mm. And finally, uh, the last horse in the green is the double green of uh Isaac Swade and Simon Munir, uh, El Fabiola, uh, again you know, did what he needed to do, giving away a lump of weight uh, to field door and Mascada. Uh, Jungle Boogie then was further back down the field, but uh, gave away a lot of weight and, and won as you'd expect, really, Killian. Yeah, you would. Um, uh, He's he's just, he's he's brilliant horse, isn't he? Like, um, mm. And I'd say that the ground there probably, he probably didn't enjoy that either, so... Uh, you have to mark it up a small bit more. Um, yeah, he's he's always capable of throwing in a clanger, and he he started it at the last. I'd say if you'd if you'd have bet on him at, at one to five, you'd have been you'd have been definitely nervous. Uh, as he jumped the last, but um, yeah, it was a it was a piece of work really. I think, and um, yeah, he seems to be planning on going to the Clarence House now, which would be great to see him. As we said, to go against John Bon and 
Field doors are in a savage race. Um, like he was given Mascada seven pounds and he's beaten her by three and a half lengths. And this is ground she loves. Um, and she's still ran an all right race. And uh, she hasn't probably ran to her mark, but she's still like, you know, mares there in and out. And maybe she might be by better after with a couple of runs into her. Um, but Field Door, yeah, he was definitely taken enough in that. But yeah, you'd be excited now for El Fabiola versus John Bonin. Oh, like, yeah. I know he was impressive today, but like I, I now I've been down this road two years in a row with John Bon in the Supreme and in, in the Arkle, but like I definitely think John Bon is closer now than what he was after the Arkle last year. Um I think his 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 jumping's improved. Nico seems to be getting a really good tune out of him. I don't know if he's going to be keeping the ride or not, but John Bond seems to be in really good form. I like the way he grounded out the last day and he was really impressive at Cheltenham. He's attacking his fences a bit more yeah. than he did in the Arkle. And um yeah, I wouldn't like I wouldn't say it's it's a certainty that El Fabiolo would beat John Bond. And after the Arkle last year, I would have said it was, but it's it's definitely yeah. they're definitely closer in my mind anyway. Mm, yeah, no, I'd agree with you in terms of uh, you know, there there isn't a whole pile between them, and uh, the more times we see them against each other this year, uh, the better. Like I'd probably you'd nearly find it hard to see. Certainly, if they met, met they hardly met three times, but if they met twice, like you know, if the if either El Fabiola or Jambon was to win both races, um, you know, it would be a fair achievement, I reckon. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think they're both they're both top horses, like, and it's yeah, great to have them around at the same time to run against each other as well. Mm. Um, we'll move on to the Amber Killian, uh, and the first is Coco Beach in the Beecher. Uh, what a race he ran! I felt, um, you know, on on very bad ground, Danny Gilligan gave him what would have been the ride of the year had he won the race, um, you know, he's left the leaders and the other horses just go away from him there, three, four fences out, um, you know, and he's just bided his time and just has waited really and made sure that he got his horse home. Uh, he gave the horse the best possible chance of going winning the race um, and just came up short in the end. But like, had he moved earlier with everybody else, you know, he probably would have been fourth or fifth. Um, you know, because he was carrying twelve stone, scandalous weight. Yeah, really. And uh, I, I just felt all things considered, it was a very good performance from both horse and jockey. Yeah, agreed. I think twenty two pounds he gave to the winner, and got beaten yeah. thirteen lengths. Like he was always going to enjoy that type of ground. And mm. Coco Beach, he, he seems to really, really thrive in that. And yeah, I, like I did, I did a few quitting him each way as well. And I was thinking, Jesus, he's um. He's probably just not not able to 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 lie up to them at all at the time. But I was thinking, Jesus, he really smuggled him into it and coming to the second last, just thinking, Jesus, this lad actually has a right chance of winning it. But um, I think the winner, Shambrand, um, and it was a really good ride from Lucy Turner as well. I don't think we we should miss that either. And um, that horse it definitely enjoys the heavy ground. Won the Kim Ura Cheltenham a couple of years ago as well on the Thursday, really bad ground that day too. So. Uh, I think yeah, there was the first two home got got very good rides, but Coco Beach, yeah, he's 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 some horse for connections really. He's he's won a lot of big races and he he seems to run run a big race a lot of the time as well. Like he obviously won the Tri Town. He was third in the in the national at at Limerick. Um, he won the the Irish the Irish national trial last year in Punchestown. He was fourth in the Thaestes, fourth in the in the tri town before that and he was eighth in a national like he's 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 a real real good horse isn't he like a real honest mm. horse so um, he is yeah yeah another, 
another horse in the race, percussion, obviously, came third. Now, that's his, he's placed in the last two runnings of the Beecher and the Grand Sefton. Uh, I think he's been third three times and second once, uh, and he was from six pounds out of the handicap uh, again at the weekend. Uh, you know, so probably an honourable mention to percussion as well. And yeah, it's a pity for connections. They'd love to get a to get a win over those iconic fences. I can imagine, uh, but just hasn't quite worked out for him yet. And they've been there, thereabouts, and they'll have to wait again now until next year. One would imagine. Um, but search for glory then a car killing is another horse in the amber. Um, obviously a second season novice. Um, was quite impressive today, but probably isn't top level really. You'd be surprised if he was to go on and win a, a grade one this year. Yeah, I think we sort of touched on it already that he's probably not not a betting proposition for a Bartlett or any of the spring grade ones really. But like maybe he'll go back to to Clamel to the Shore Hall. He was. Beaten in it last year was hit by Hidden Valley Lake and Monty Star. So he'd probably go back there again and he'd be, you know, he might take a bit of beating there. Um, But uh, I think as a proposition in grade ones, he's probably just not that. But yeah. Yeah. And then uh, on to the red. Uh, top of the list, we've got scumbags. Uh, a small minority, a small minority, that's important to stress, of UK race scores. Um, there was a video circulating on social media, uh, in the last twenty four hours or so, of a fight at Aintree Racecourse, and it's not the first time I've seen uh, a brawl, uh, break out at a at a UK racecourse, and it's just a pity that uh, a small number of uh, cokeheads are ruining the fun for everybody else. Yeah, agreed. Um, you don't want to be seeing that, like you want. You go to date the races. Uh, you don't want to be, like even witnessing a big brawl, and being involved in it. And I'm sure the people that were the opposite side of the brawl did nothing wrong. Um, and probably just some prick decides I'm going to hit you a wall yeah. here. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's uh it's very disappointing to see really, and you just hope that that uh you know it it will never we in Ireland we won't get the same small minority. Um, yeah, you know, with, I've, I've never seen it. In, I've never seen it in English race course that I've been at either. But no, I, yeah, thankfully. But um, I've never seen it in Ireland either, and obviously no. racing there a lot more. But yeah, hopefully the sniffer dogs. It doesn't seem to happen in Cheltenham. The sniffer dogs must be very good. Yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. Um, yeah, they must have. Yeah. They must have good dogs. Yeah, uh, you know, or else uh, maybe maybe the small minority are priced out of it. You they know, could be priced out of it. Maybe that's. That's that's, maybe that's, that's an advantage answer. to the Cheltenham prices. Yeah. A lot of people see give out about and saying, Oh, how can you go to go to this place at, at 80 quid for a day? But yeah. um maybe they just haven't the price of it. Yeah, so so maybe the prices and we spoke about the, the price of UK racing and stuff like that, and the fact it's a bit more expensive than Ireland uh, as a negative, but maybe they should up the prices and price out these uh troublemakers, you know. And they'd be they'd be at home then. And yeah, I, I don't think that's the answer either. Like, <laughs> I don't want to stop the common the the regular men going racing either. But yeah, they you know, need like I I'm I'm talking slow tongue in cheek here now. And yeah, I yeah. Understand, but uh, they're uh, look, it's just it's just disappointing to see um to see a, a small minority, you know, ruining so, the fun for everyone. Oh, exactly, causing the havoc. Yeah. Um, but if Cause. you haven't seen the video, if you search entry there on Twitter, um, I'm sure you'll find it. The fighting fifth is also in the red. You know, we were unlucky to lose Constitution Hill and Shishkin. 
but you know it was a poor race really and not so sleepy won it um again but it's it's in the red Killian. Yeah if if someone told me that not so sleepy won a grade one this year not only would I say you're you've completely lost the run of yourself but like I'd be I'd be making phone calls to to a GP to try and get you committed like um because like this this shouldn't be happening uh, not so sleepy shouldn't be beaten two good mares in love and boy and you wear it well I don't care how bad the ground was like he's yeah. he's 11 going 12 he's rated 150 he's way past his peak yeah really I saw someone say oh I'd a few quid and not so sleepy because he always runs well in the fighting fifth the fighting fifth is usually ran in Newcastle left-handed track this race was in was in fucking uh was in Kempton like <laughs> right-handed like and you couldn't possibly say that's the reason you backed him like he was beaten 14 lengths in it last year and hammered and he went up to three miles at Christmas hammered again by Paisley Park um he actually had a he's actually a decent summer on the flat. Uh, he won a handicap in Newbury, and he was he was seventh in the Cesarewich. But like that that wasn't we'll say uh, that wasn't any a real increase in his form on the flat by a few pounds, I suppose. But like you, you couldn't say, oh yeah, he'll um he'll definitely improve going back over hurdles, and his mark's been sliding for the last year, and like I don't know, he race and post rating of one hundred and fifty nine versus 155 last year um he's improved by a small bit but it just highlights how bad a race it was yeah 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 i know it was it was very disappointing really um of a race and i hadn't actually realized that he was gone that low under ratings down to 150 um you know it makes even a, a further mockery um of it but I suppose maybe horses were scared away from Constitution Hill and that, but then again, I don't know what other horses there are there that, that could have went. Well, Irish Point was entered. I'd say he's the one. Yeah, well, I'm thinking more so English in that ground. And um, but I think the English two mile hurdle division is yeah. absolutely putrid. There isn't yeah. outside of Constitution Hill. It is, it is beyond repair. Uh, this season, you're hoping that they can unearth a couple of good novices now because to to come challenge Constitution Hill over the next couple of years because like I I I would have had high expectations for Love Envoy yesterday, and you wear it well too. But um, they were both hammered by not so sleepy mm. and like you can say, oh, it's great we have an eleven year old coming back winning grade ones, but like is it really great if you want to have your nostalgic hat on? Yeah, but like in terms of looking at the competitiveness of the races, like you want to see these mares um, progressing through the ranks and and to come into challenge constitutional in the two mile division, not horses he's previously kicked aside with ease coming winning races against promising mares. Yeah. Uh yeah, fully, fully agreed. Um our final race then in the red is the King Henry the Eighth, uh Killian at Sandown again. Uh Le Patron won it, Colonel Harry second, JPR won and third. Uh, you know, just for grade one, it was quite weak. Um the one thing I would say is I thought Petit Tonnerre was a small bit of an eye catcher back and forth in the JP McManus colours. Uh it was a second run over fences and I just thought that John Joe Neal Jr. took it quite tenderly with him, we'll say. Um and it's just one to monitor going forward, but all in all, uh, a, a disappointing race and ICO as well. Um, being lost as well is a bit of a blow, uh, for Paul Nichols and connections. Um, but it's not a race you were planning to watch anyway, based on no. Our, and on unfortunately, I did watch it. 
Okay. <laughs> I said in the the preview um podcast on Friday that I wasn't going to watch it and and it was it was about five four and a half minutes of time I'm never going to get back. Um like uh, looking at it it was bad viewing on bad ground and to see a nice horse in in ICO get um it fatally injured was probably the icing on the cake you didn't want um like no disrespect to the patreon but um would he win a beginner's chase in ireland um i'm not joking like there's 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 horses here that are absolutely <coughs> dogs um, you can talk about let Petty Tanair all you want there. Uh, I'd say you could go down a rabbit hole back in that horse this year. I don't know has he, has he um, uh, does he find much off the bridle? I'd say he was, he was. You could say the same race in Cheltenham the at the Arkell trial. Uh, he was he was a uh, tenderly, uh, given there as well. But yeah, he's it's a uh, I don't know it's a uh, it's a it's looking a very weak division, uh, in the UK yeah. so far. Uh, like we talked about Oroco there they said Oroco was going to come back and run in this I tell you Oroco could have won by 10 lengths hard held um, because he's this much better than than the rest of these yokes um, yeah yeah but yeah it's uh, yeah I'm disappointed I watched it yeah um, it was uh, and it's a pity Oroco. you can forget about every horse in the rest all <laughs> all five that are still alive just forget it they exist because and just don't 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 think about them. Okay, Gillian. Uh very fair, fair enough. Um that wraps up our uh performance rankings for this week. Um we're at about twenty past four here now, so we're going to go and watch the Tottenham Newcastle game. Uh Spurs Killian one one point in five matches. Newcastle uh two losses in their last five. A 1-0 win against Man United and a 4-1 win against Chelsea. That form has taken a few hits. Uh, where where, where would you see this one going? Well, they're going to find it very hard to give Ange manager of the month. Uh, like, they, they yeah. will find it very hard. I think the manager of the month could be a curse because, like, Spurs are absolutely useless now. United were never any good. They just had fixtures no. against three very poor teams. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, Sure, if Newcastle so don't win it. Newcastle don't if Newcastle don't win, forget about them. Write okay. them off as a grade one horse. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. We'll leave it at that, lads. Uh thanks very much for listening. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't subscribed. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.